Hello, guys. Hey, guys. Friday night is, is Babel night. It is. And it's Friday night. Friday night is Babel night. You what, know it. What date is it? I have no idea. 27? 27. This Teddy's always our nephew's birthday. Yeah, it is. Teddy. Yeah. And also to our American friends, a late happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That was yesterday, and today is the manic that is Black Friday, which. Oh my god. The streets at Zurich, they were bloody manic. Where, where are they? they were manic. When I went to go to go teach today, rammed, bloody, there was queues out of every shop, no word of a lie. Whether it was Gucci, Chanel, was it Riv, um, not River Island, um, what's it called? That ri Rival, Rival, that beauty thingy? No idea. Anyway, every shop. Oh, Rival. Rival, yeah, yeah is it Rival? Yeah. Well, it's, it, I think it's spelled something like that. Rival. Yeah, like a cosmetic thing. Anyway, yeah. but massive queues outside. And I'm like, oh my God, why would you put yourself through that? Seriously. Why? Uh, honestly, I do not know. But, you know. Oh, cheers. Cheers, cheers on Friday night, Babel night. Babe, what are we drinking? But tonight we're not drinking wine. That's because true. we already drank wine. We'll elaborate on that a little bit. In a second, but Correct. this is a nice fresh beer, which to me is the best beer we have in Switzerland. Yes, it is. It's called Quill Quill Quillfish. So essentially, what it means is uh, fresh from the spring. Quill means spring, and fresh means fresh. So uh, it is to me the best beer that we have. Uh, in Switzerland and because we went out for dinner right? Yes, we did. We went out for dinner and oh, we, was lovely. we had some uh, wine already there which crazy we had a Malbec for dinner a Malbec which is a wine that is something that I correlate to Argentina we had a Malbec in New Zealand yes and then the waiter says to us like I have a recommendation we have a wine from Zurich and a place that is roughly, what, a 20 minute drive from here? Correct. A Malbec. I'm like, well, you know what, we'll Gotta try it. We'll try it. And tonight was one of the very few times in 2020, ever since, in particular, since the pandemic, that we went out for food. You had, and we'll get to that in a second as well, you had back-to-back um, -back sessions tonight teaching, okay. and we thought, you know what, stuff it, we're going to go out and have a meal out close to where we live but we're gonna have a meal out and we're just gonna be relaxing and we're gonna do Friday night babble night when we come home and also with our meal out we worked out that it was around exactly seven years that we met hey you know what that's a good point yeah How we cool have that? seven years babe it's nice to mention seven you, years today you've coped with me for seven years well I could throw the same back a chew you cope with me for seven years. Oh, so. you soppy little git. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I know, I know that I can be. I, I wouldn't say hard work, but I can be difficult to understand. Well, you and me both. Come on. I think that's why we're a good team. We're a <laughs> freaking great team. About to drop the F bomb there. The F bomb. But we don't want to do that now. Didn't happen anyway. Um, so yeah, we went out for a meal. Um, had some 
local Malbec, which was mind-blowingly good, surprisingly was, good. It was really good. Because, okay, so I have to, I have to be honest, we, we love our wine, yes. right? Um, I would say borderline wine snobs. You know, it's so funny. As soon as you were saying that, we like our wine, I was thinking in my head, yeah, we're wine snobs. Yeah. We are snobs of yeah. wine, we, gotta say. We, 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 do, we do like good quality wine and we happen to, you know, stumble across a lot of good wineries. And when he said, oh, I have a Malbec from Zurich to recommend to you, I was like, well, I have to try. I'm just too intrigued to turn this offer down. Mm-hmm. But I was actually mind-boggled. It was really good. It wasn't the best Malbec ever I've tried, but it was... It was lovely. Though. It was really good. Like, really good. It was, How good was it? It was really good. It was really good. As you can hear, that we might be a little bit of a... Well, it is eclipsing. 10 past 11 in the It is 10 past 11. A little later than usual. But we're making it happen before midnight. Of course. That's commitment, guys. We're coming home from our meal and a bottle of Malbec. And still, Friday night is Babel night. Also, Friday night is Farmer's Market Day. <gasps> what did you buy at the Farmer's Market? <coughs> hang on, hang on. Before we start this, we had some um, comments last week that people thought that we forgot about the farmer's market. Well, we've got to mix it up somehow yeah. when the farmer's market is going to be introduced. But Maybe at some point we should just, you know, throw it in the middle of it. Oh, mix things up. Oh, um. wow. Shock horror. <laughs> so, babes, what did you get at the farmer's market? Okay, so obviously, like I said last week, you know, you get to same the farmer's market, it's the same stuff. At Different the, Friday? Uh, yeah, but... You know, we I think we were saying this last week. I'm waiting for the Brussels sprouts. I did get Brussels sprouts. Oh, yes. So, I'm, I can't wait for you to do them. I'm thinking about doing them tomorrow. I did oh, get yes. you butternut squash last week and we made a butternut squash risotto. That was really good. I think 2 days ago. Yeah, yeah 2 days ago. Super good. That so, was so nice. Fantastic. And I got some more butternut squash this time, but I'm going to do something you. different. Thank you. I have. What uh, you can do different then? Oh, there's two options. One would be a curry with butternut squash, or Ooh. it would be a pasta dish with butternut squash and pancetta. Ooh, like the fat from the pancetta in the mm. butternut squash. Oh, now we're talking. That's but if you have been listening, then you know we don't eat meat in the week, which means <laughs> I will have to wait until next Friday to do it, which is fine. Which is fine. It'll hold until then. Easy. Yeah, will it? Uh, yeah, yeah, easy. Okay. What else did I get? I got some sweet potatoes. I got <gasps> some. I got some spinach. I got some spinach, but this she called it root spinach. I have no idea what this is. It's essentially it spinach, but it's a it's a massive leaf including a root. So mm. I have to. She said cook it like you would cook normal spinach. So I'm just going to try and come up with a recipe for. Spinach, so we got Brussels sprout spinach, we got Sorry. leek, leek as always, like leek is good for you, and there's a couple of dishes, including tomorrow morning's dish, which shall be a local favorite, a yes. Zurich favorite. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not just a Rösti, it's a Rösti from Zurich that includes the leek. Oh, I leek what? Our, our, no, leek. no, leek, that's it. <laughs> Our listeners must be thinking, oh, yeah, they've had you, waffle. You, you have been out, guys. Yeah. You should be recording at this time of day every week. 
I've got a quick question for you. Yeah. With your spinach. Yeah. Does the stem, because I know, for example, coriander, when you bite coriander into the stem, it tastes super flavorful in comparison to the leaf. Mm. Is that the same with spinach? So when you bite into the stem of the spinach, is it the same spinach taste? I haven't tried it, okay. but, but we should. We can report it next Friday. We will report it next week. Now that you mention it, we should try it. Because... Because the, the stem of the coriander is so good. Uh, the, all all right. So if you're listening, I know we're getting way into detail with cooking and different flavors and stuff. But if you don't enjoy this, then press stop and move on to a different podcast. Because <laughs> this is what we're about. We love good food. We love good quality food. And when it comes to coriander, in particular what you just mentioned, all the flavors in the... Um, stem, right? Yeah. So if you have a coriander, and this is one of the things that to me came to be essential. Don't just cook with what the recipe says. Try the different herbs that you're having. Yeah. And when you have a coriander, um, the whole coriander, then have a bite of the stem and have a leaf, like a bite of the leaves, and you will find that all the flavor is in the stem. It's insane. You taught me that. You did. It's quite... But the thing is, you've got to try it. And if you look at all the chefs, they try the stuff that before they buy it. Exactly. But yeah. Did I get anything else? Um, your spinach? I have, I have to apologize, though, because I had to be fairly quick this morning. I had more trainings today to give online. I had to be fairly quick when buying my stuff. And I also still have things that I bought last week that we didn't get to cook this week. So I still have the red cabbage. I still have the celeriac. Yeah. We are, sort of, <coughs> we are sorted for the week. But you was at the farmer's market this morning, like when it was opening. Yeah. I bet you was one of them annoying customers, like waiting for them to open. Um, I was definitely one of the early birds, but I wasn't the only one. No? No, there was a lot of people already there. A lot of people. There was a few people well, already there. Before work, it makes sense. Well, just like myself. Just like yourself, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a local little farmer's market, but it's great. Perfect. It's always intriguing to see what comes next. And I guess, and this is the thing I'm super excited for. I can't wait to see what comes up in January and February because mm. this is a cold season. Winter has really kicked in now. Oh. It's getting really cold in, in Zurich, Switzerland, let and, me tell you. And also, in even throughout the day, it's not getting above two, three degrees. No, it's really it's cold. It's cold. We've got fog that just holds throughout the whole day. Yeah. yeah. It is, it is um, really cold, and I'm super intrigued. What can an organic farmer come up with, or what can he grow in this time of year? Because yeah. I, I generally don't know. So I'm super intrigued on what I'm going to find in the next coming days. Yes, right? yes. So that's my little trip to the farmer's market. But we will report next week what we've done with the veggies that I bought. So Correct. we'll see. I have a question for you. Hmm. We've got a different microphone today. Oh. I, was <laughs> I was afraid you would bring that up. Okay. Oh yeah, it looks I, different to last week and the dear, week before. Dear listeners, dear ladies and gentlemen, I actually had to refrain myself from telling Layla over dinner 
I actually kept it. So they have your genuine response, your genuine reaction to what I'm about to tell you. So okay. I have... Okay, this is new, guys. This hasn't come up yet. Right, so I have a lavalier mic, a lapel mic dangling off some sort of tripod. This is the microphone that you put onto your... That you clip onto collar. a shirt, usually. Yeah. Like in an interview. Yeah, exactly. Right. Up to now, I had microphones on this tripod I used for my camera. I installed a uh, podcasting microphone that I bought. And if you have listened to the previous episodes, then you also know that I am dealing with a bit of a dilemma uh, to get these microphones to work. I had more um, adapters coming this week. Still doesn't work. I have... I think I have figured out what the problem is, and that is the compatibility problem. One, oh, please let me uh, spell this right. One is a TRS or a TRL connector, and one is a TRRL or US connector. Essentially what it means is I have a 3.5 millimeter uh, auxiliary input, um, uh, what do you call it, plug on my microphones, but that doesn't mean they're compatible with an auxiliary input from an iPhone, an iPad, a laptop. They are wired differently. So I found out uh, that yesterday I have ordered um, adapters yesterday. They should have been here today. They haven't been here today. And then while Layla was teaching tonight, I was testing different microphones on the iPad where we're currently recording from. Turns out, and you're gonna just laugh your socks off. Last three weeks, we've recorded from different microphones, all with this setup, right? Yes. <sighs> Did you know this whole time it was only recording from the microphone from the iPad? Not once have we recorded from a microphone externally. Seriously. No. So joke. all this fancy microphone snizzles. All the setup. All the shenanigans. Seriously. All the shebangs I did in this household to set up a microphone were for absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, I, I want to swear <laughs> so hard. I tried today. So yesterday I downloaded an app that actually shows you which part or which microphone you're using to record. And today I tested three different microphones and every time it says iPad microphone. So what I did is I... <laughs> I, I knew you, that would make you laugh. But I... Oh, God. Guys, I promise you 100% authenticity. I did not tell Layla over dinner. No, you bloody did not. I kept it as a Otherwise secret. Otherwise I'd have laughed this hard in the restaurant. You, you would have. <laughs> That is just crazy because... Oh, God. No, no joke. Because, so, here's what I did. I... Bloody help it. Yeah, so what I did is I had all this <laughs> setup ready and I took the microphone. I just wish you guys could see this. It's like yeah. this massive, like, mic pole thing. It's hovering over our heads. It looks like the proper, the proper thing in movies and stuff. Yeah, but as opposed to a microphone, now there's just a lapel mic... <laughs> dangling from it because here's what it here's what happened yeah so i had three different microphones and i swear i 
tested all three microphones with the iPad. And what I did to test if it works, I covered the microphone with uh, the iPad with uh, a blanket to see if it makes any sort of <laughs> rustling noise when I shook. And I swear every time it was just the microphone of the iPad. I mean, but what's crazy is how good the quality, well, it wasn't great quality. I'm still, I apologize, I'm still working on the audio issues. I think it's good quality. I figured it out, but this is crazy. What you and I recorded in the last three weeks was all simply on an iPad in front of us, like a meter away from us, you know, social distancing. We- Actually it's a meter and a half in Switzerland. Correct. You best take that iPad a bit further away. I'll, I'll try and do that right now. Yeah, no, 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 um, no. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, we've been recording on the iPad ever since. So guys, I promise you, eventually these freaking um, microphones. microphones, podcasting microphones will work and you will have an amazing audio quality. Until then, bear with us. It is episode number five. We are newbies. We are learners. We'll five be... weeks down the line, you still haven't got the right microphone. What's wrong with you? No, I have the right microphone. I just don't have the right connectors. <laughs> it's oh, it's yeah. Mark's it's Mark's microphone dilemma. It will be a running joke in years to come. Every week. Yeah. There's gonna be discussion about your bloody microphones. I hope not. I hope. Not. <laughs> Anyway, um, yes. last week we spoke about, we were reminiscing about places we want to go back to and one place was actually New Orleans in the US, in yes. particular because you and I, we love people and the Correct. people in New Orleans, are you sure? are, we do, and the people in New <laughs> Orleans were just among the best we've ever seen. Yeah, that was a next level. And when it comes to food, New Orleans is mind-blowing and then oh, yeah, upon that um episode your dad has texted us it's like hey could you dive into the difference between creole and cajun cuisine Ooh. now if your dad is listening to this episode i think we will cover this a little in depth and at a time i did some digging because i myself wasn't too sure about the difference between creole and cajun cuisine but to make a very shallow observation, and from what I've read, Cajun is a bit more countryside cuisine, like as in heavy, like like pots with smoked meats and stuff, as where Creole, Creole uh, cuisine is a bit more metropolitan, a bit more modern cuisine with a bit more of a tomato base. That's the, that's the, things that I've seen firsthand. I would like to deep dive into this a little bit more because if you have ever been to New Orleans or if you are interested in going, then A, you must go, and B, the cuisine there is just out of this world. But when we went to New Orleans, we met a couple. Yeah. And she does her own little she kind a, of to-go. No, she does, it was a gumbo. What's that? It's a pot, a stew. Okay, what is it? Is it Creole or 
Cajun. All right, so if I'm not mistaken, gumbo is Creole because That's it's what I thought because I thought it had like a tomato base as well. Ah, okay. Now that would be a good topic to dive into. Then. I would love to deep dive into this because a we love food, b we love <gasps> New Orleans. Maybe we could like get her to do like a little thingy, a little chat. Oh, that would be awesome. How cool. We haven't spoken to her for quite explain, a while. Explain. Have Jenny explain the difference. How, oh, shall we? Alright, guys, no promises made. Yeah, no but I will promises. try to reach out to a friend in New Orleans, an actual person from the city of New Orleans. When we uh, met them, we had a great night out oh. and we met them again for a football game, American football game. It was... So good. We're still in touch. They actually have been in last year's uh, Christmas video. Yes! Yeah, just bouncing away in the New Orleans Saints jerseys. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can get her on, not necessarily on the show, but to send us like some sort of... Um, like... Uh, like a voice message or something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that'd be cool. We'll send us some like questions that would be cool if you could answer. And then, yeah. So, to your dad. Tony, if you're listening... It's on the list. It's on the list, Creole versus Cajun cuisine. But I can tell you, if you go onto neworleans.com and you can research difference, it will show you briefly to say that Cajun is a bit more country style as where Creole is a bit more... Um, Tomato-based then. Metropolitan, cosmopolitan, I don't know. What do you mean, metropolitan? Like a bit more modern cuisine. Both have a French influence. Um, oh, that would make sense but, in New Orleans. Yeah, 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 but both of them do. Both of them do. Oh, both okay. of the cuisines have a French influence. I think the Cajun cuisine comes from um, people that came from France to Canada and from Canada to Louisiana, if that makes sense. We need to look at the history on that. Uh, I did do some brief um, digging, didn't have enough time. But, super interesting topic. We love food. We love New Orleans. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Awesome. Um, babe, this has been a great week for you. So, for those of you who don't know, obviously you know, meanwhile, hopefully, that Layla is a personal trainer, Layla is a fitness coach, a nutritionist, but one thing that Layla has been working for and towards was being a CrossFit coach. And two years ago, was it? Two years. In July 2018. I... Um, made sure in with uh, your parents actually. Yeah. Um, your parents and your sister, we made a birthday present for you, um, mm-hmm. to do the level one CrossFit coach. Yeah. So I could coach CrossFit. The problem was, or still is, it is very hard to get into teaching, like being a coach in CrossFit because there's a limited amount of CrossFit boxes. They already have a certain amount of teachers. And this was your first week teaching CrossFit. It was. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. This is worth the celebration. I taught three classes this week. I taught two tonight, just before our meal. And then I taught one, yeah, was it yesterday or the day before? I thought before? it was more than three classes. Three. Was it four? Well, it's all this week. Yeah. I thought it was more than three or four classes. Could have been, yeah. Yeah, it's more actually. No, it's yeah, more. Yeah. Sorry. About five, because I taught some morning class as well. 6.30 yeah. classes. Mm-hmm. Finally. Oh, 
Finally. It, hey. Oh, I've waited so long for this. How did so long? How did you feel, coach? Coach. Oh. I love being You like coach. that, right? They call you coach. They call me coach. They don't call me late. They call me coach. Hey, coach. <laughs> so, hey, coach, can you spot me on my back squat? Hey, coach, can you look at my snatch? It's like, of course I can. Did you enjoy yourself? God, I loved it. I loved it. I've been, it's like longer for this for so long. And it hasn't been easy to get here. I, um... That is right. It was a bit of a bumpy road. <sighs> yeah. I went to a box that I originally started CrossFit at um, to try and become a coach there. And they said, yeah, that's all good. You just got to do um, around 40 hours of shadowing, which was absolutely fine. Went there and halfway through they said, yeah, I don't think we've got enough space for you. So after, what, was it 15 hours, 15, mm. 20 hours? says, yep, yeah, sorry, you're going to have to wait another six months. And I was like, my heart just broke. I was there with you. Yeah, I'll never mm. forget that when I told you. Got this email saying, yeah, we don't think you're quite ready there. And like, well, here's the thing as well. I'm sorry, for someone who studied communication, it came in an email. Yeah, it came in the email. We don't think you're quite ready for it. It's like, don't think you're quite ready. I did this back in 2018. I know what CrossFit's about. I'm sorry. I don't want to be big-headed, but I know what the what it's about. Okay, so here's for me, and I am by no means a fitness coach. I am by no means a um, fitness expert or whatever. You are a personal trainer, you do this for a living. Yeah. You have been a fitness coach, group fitness coach for how many years now? Okay, well I taught hip hop when I was 16 years old. All right, so. So in group fitness yeah. since I was 16. Okay, wow, so over 10 years. 13 years. Right, Yeah. so you taught group classes, regardless of what exactly it is, but you taught group classes for over 10 years. Mm -hmm. So you have that skill. Yeah. And Technically, then, um, with CrossFit, it's the, it's just a technique that right. you have to learn, which is what you went to the level one for. And so also, for someone, I did CrossFit myself, so I know how yes, to do this. Correct. You did CrossFit yourself, but um, in that retrospective, is one you know how to teach a group, regardless of what exactly. You're teaching. You know how yeah. to teach and handle a group. Exactly. You know what CrossFit is about because you've done it yourself. Yeah. You've learned the skills in your level one CrossFit coach certification. And I, exactly, and I learned how to teach these skills correctly because the skills for in CrossFit, there's, a, there's Olympic weightlifting in here. So you've got your snatches, you've got your clean and jerks, you've got your push press, you've got your shoulder press, you've got the back squats, you've got, these are all Olympic lifts. Mm. And you've got to know how to teach the techniques of it. Mm. And this is precise stuff. Yeah. So for me, the question is, why would someone say like, oh, you need another six months? If you don't have a spot that is open, just, Tell me. Exactly. And then I found out in their general email that they welcomed a new, another new coach. 
And that was just like a slap. Oh, wow. Slap. Oh, hang on, hang on. All right, so so, to anyone listening, I actually... Don't you remember that? You may have told me I am not remembering this right now vividly. Yeah. Did, Did they then... Yeah. Yeah, they did, yeah. In January, because I was meant to be coaching there in December 2019, so last December. Mm. And then I said, no, you need another six months, blah, 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 blah. That's nuts. And then... How long it took. Exactly. And then in January, they came out with this this member's um, email. saying, oh, we want to um, welcome you to our new coach, Mm. so-and-so. This coach will be starting to teach in January. I was like, huh, that person Mm. took my spot. That's all it is. Wow. And that crushed me. I'm sorry, that crushed me so, so much. Well, look, if anything, I understand 100% because I feel as though in that regard, you and I are a bit the same, um, very determined to do everything it takes. Yeah. But at the same time, and we have to acknowledge this, you and I are also very stubborn in that regard. Very much so. Um, I'm not going to just hold the candle in the meantime. No. Like, no, not happening. Um, but it, I think for me, that's great. And I love the fact that at the time it was hard. I was there with you when yeah. you were told. I'll never forget that moment. Um, yeah. actually I'm trying to remember where we were because we were, I knew exactly where we I were. I know where we were, but what we were doing. What were we doing then? We was eating a kebab, having a beer. That's exactly what we was doing. And I got that email. No, no. Yes, we were. No, we were in the car somewhere out. We were picking something up. The Christmas tree. (laughs) No. Right, I don't want to bore you guys with this. I'll think about it. If I find it, if if I come to it later, I'll tell you. But I'll never forget. We were at a petrol station somewhere. Um... And I'm not sure we were trying to pick up some wine from a landy. No, babe, I yeah, got that. Yeah, no, yeah, we were. I, I got that email when I was eating a kebab. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No, I'm sorry, babe. Anyway, but yes. here yes, you are. Yes. First week CrossFit, bang yes. bang. Also, it is the CrossFit that I happened to do two videos for. Yes. Uh, so one was. Uh, quite a moving speech uh, from one of the owners called Roman. Yeah. Um, that was a great event to cover. So I covered the what of the day, the anniversary workout of the day, what. Yes. What. Um, which is more of an energetic video. And then I covered the speech that he gave when we had a little barbecue together. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great. Great community. <clears throat> That there was, yeah. How did how did people welcome you, being Aww. a coach? You know, one thing is to be a member. The other thing is to be their coach. All of a sudden, it's funny because I taught the five thirty class and six thirty class tonight. I walked in at ten past five, and even though there was already a wad going on, there's already a, um, the class before going on. There's oh hey Leila, how's it going? And I heard oh hey coach, how's it going? I'm like, oh. it's like that. I'm being recognised. Feels good. It feels great. Awesome. Because it's been so hard to get to that, to that position. Mm. So, so hard. 
and now finally it's been recognized and finally I'm coaching. Hey, coach. I am, I'm so, like, I am so pumped for you. I'm so stoked. Oh, yeah, it's so you. good. I mean, I was there with you the whole, honestly, two years, two and a half years. Since you did your education, it's two and a half years, babe. You was there from day dot when I started no, no, no. CrossFit. No, I know, but the moment you decided, all right, I'm going to do the level one certification. Yeah, that was two years ago. I remember yeah. informing your family about it and said, um, let's, let's do this for her birthday. Let's all put money together so you don't have to pay anything for your uh, level one certification. Yes, you all. Thank you, thank you. And then you did it, it's but paid it, off. here we are, two years later. But look how but, long it took. Yeah, perseverance, babes. But, and also not being kind of walked over, for example, that other box saying, yeah, you need another six months. Well, in fact, you, you, if you would have waited six months, you would have been teaching CrossFit for another six months. But that's not the point. No. The point was, what you didn't mention, uh, boys and girls listening, Layla was promised to be teaching hmm. yeah. as of December 2019, the latest in January 2020, yeah. only to be told in December last year, 2019, when she should have been teaching already. Just before Christmas. That she has to wait another six months. And that's people that knew Layla. They knew you. They told you they would love your energy in the box. Yeah. And quite clearly, and so you made the right decision in my head, like in my eyes, um, they just held out for someone. Better, and, to be honest. You can't see this, guys, listening. Um, quotation marks, better. Yeah. If it worked out for them, I don't know. But... Just let you know that person that was in that box now, they're not there anymore. Really? No, not there. Really? No, I'm not even joking, they're not there anymore. FYI. Well, it's a good week. Seven, <laughs> seven year anniversary, first week of CrossFit. Bless you, thank you. What an amazing week to be had. And this is why, uh, well, amongst others, we, amongst other reasons, we went out for dinner. It's a good week, it was a good week. Oh, it was great tonight. Also, yes. we keep covering, well, we try to cover every week, making a difference by contributing on a local level. In another gym that you give personal trainings, one of your customers have managed something quite cool. One of my wonderful ladies. What has she done? We have trained this so hard for months. It's called a double under. And if you don't know what a double under is, it's basically skipping with your skipping rope. But instead of just one skip and one jump, you do... You jump once, but you kind of skip twice. That doesn't no, make sense. No, no, no. You do one jump and your skipping rope goes underneath you twice. Yeah. So you jump and the skipping rope... Jump. If you can... Hopefully you guys can hear me. But a double under. Yeah. And... The name gives it away, actually. So double yeah. under means you jump One, once, but your skipping skips. rope moves that fast that it goes under your feet twice, hence 
double, double unders. under. Exactly. One jump, two, two rotations with the skip and rope, basically. And she did it. When was it? We had our personal training on Tuesday. Was when, Wednesday or Tuesday? Oh, no. We, she shifted to Tuesday. But Tuesday, she did it. Oh, my God. It was so good. And we were both like, oh, God. And she did it twice as well. And it was such an achievement, honestly. It it made it made my day, honestly. What a little contribution like that can make, right? A double under. It was great. It was oh gosh, just that feeling. And she was like, Oh my god, Leila, I did it! Did you see it? I was like, I know this is why I'm shouting. It's like Leila, Leila, I did it, I did it. I was like, do it again, do it again. And she did it again. And I said, okay, now make sure you practice at home because she's got a super, she's got a similar skippy rope to I have. I've got like a super speed one, so it's actually I think it's called super speed or high speed, so it helps you to go faster. Mm. She's got super, she's got something really similar, and she could do that at home. So I was like, okay, you got to, you best practice this. You know the feeling of a double under. You best get that like that. Awesome. And now I actually, after our dinner, I quickly check yeah. my phone. And she texts me. She's because she's she's my girl that does pull ups as well, and um, she which, said, by the way, for any uh, girl woman, that is not easy. And that I don't no. mean that in any disrespectful way, but there is so much strength that goes through your arms, your shoulders, and a pull up yeah. in your upper body, which I think genetically, correct me if I'm wrong. It's just different for women than it is for men. And a pull-up is, I guess, and I think so much harder for a woman to do. Upper body is a lot harder for women. And this girl does pull-ups for you. Yeah, exactly. Our goal before Christmas was to do five pull-ups. Wow. Five pull-ups in a row without going onto the floor. Uh, we got to three and then we did one exercise at the gym and she fell on her wrist. Oh, yeah, no. and she she couldn't. We still trained, but we couldn't do anything with weights in the wrist for a good a month, a month and a half, and obviously this postponed our um, our goal. So what we did said so we've only got four weeks till Christmas, right? Mm. It says she's got a pull up bar at home. I said, <laughs> no yes, way. Yes, and I said to her, <laughs> you best get practicing. Every day you are gonna achieve five pull-ups before Christmas. You have to. Wow. So she's got her double unders. I said, okay, you gotta practice your double unders, and now you've got your pull-ups. Brilliant. Five pull-ups before Christmas. She's gonna do it. Hundred percent. Wow. Hundred percent. Whether she's on Christmas Eve, trying to get that bloody fifth pull-up, she'll do it. Hundred percent. She's a tough one. She is a tough cookie, I've got to say. Good girl. And I'm proud of her. Very proud. Good girl. Yeah, she's a cracker. Wow. She's a good one. That is awesome. Babe, I have a question for you. Tell me. How early is too early to start decorating for Christmas? This year is never too early. I'm sorry. This year, you can put your bloody Christmas tree up in July if you wanted to. <laughs> Okay, so, alright, there's two reasons for this question. Tell One, me. I happened to board our Christmas tree yesterday because, should any of you guys care, Sunday is the first Advent. Is that a thing in England, Advent? Right, it is. Yeah, right? it is. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. Right. So, 
And for me, it has always been the case. So if you are from Switzerland, typically you would get the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. Start decorating, putting... What a waste! Exactly. No, and also for me, more importantly, I am not religious in any means, right? Me neither. I don't celebrate Christmas for a religious reason. I celebrate Christmas for a traditional reason. And for me, it's the whole build-up that goes with it as well. You know, like, usually we have Christmas markets, you've got the lights everywhere, and it's just a, you know, in the radio they start playing Christmas songs and whatever. It's just a good time, you know, to prepare for the new year and blah, blah, blah. And, and for me, it's just a nice, like, event. And I don't want to have a tree decorated for a week. I want to no. I want to have a build-up. I want to have everything coming up to it. And for me, it was always as of the first advent, you should have a Christmas tree be and decorate it as well because you want to have the spirit in the house for a month so or so and just be able to enjoy. And that's why I bought our Christmas tree yesterday, which I'm looking at right now. It's, it's not, beautiful. It's not decorated yet. So no, it's the empty one. We will decorate it tomorrow. It's because I, d I told him that you couldn't decorate it without me, and I've been busy. I would have never done that anyway. I bloody hope not at all. Still swearing. But anyway. Um, that is a nice swear word. Yeah. Um, Mild. PG. It's... I uh, I would have not decorated any of this without you, but I did get a Christmas tree yesterday. And the second reason uh, why I asked this is this is actually kind of funny. So on the Guardian, um, quite a well-known uh, news outlet in the UK, well respected, I think as well, right? Yeah, it's up there. Um, they said they there was a report there as well that says like, is it too early to start? prepping for Christmas and essentially the comment was like heck no. no if any of all of the years we've had go full out yeah this is the year to just go nuts because I mean depends on where you are in the world uh, you can't even really mingle with all of your family uh, we for one like we have a lot of family in the UK I mean this is no way that's happening and we technically stayed at home last year yeah. for Christmas. So we could go away this year. So we could go away. After our wedding. Yeah, which we actually have never really mentioned this uh, on this podcast, nor on our yeah. videos. I think we will jump into this a little deeper in a different episode. Yeah. I think we have the right to. Yeah. Yeah, we postponed on our own terms our wedding in 2020 to 2021. Yeah. Which I believe will be the good thing that we would have done, not just for ourselves, but for anyone coming. Exactly. And uh, because of that, we said, no, we're not traveling in 2019 for Christmas. We're staying at home. You save and I- Save pennies. <laughs> exactly, save some money. We stayed at home. We had a wonderful Christmas here at home. Yeah. Well knowing what's, uh, or what was supposed to come in 2020, which yeah. didn't come. And here we are. Um, preparing our second at home on our own home, Christmas, yeah. which is going to be fine. We're going to have it's a nice be... meal. We're going to 
Um, just have our own time. But if you think about it, we've got a lot of English speakers. English speakers. English speakers. English speakers. So we've got a lot of English friends. We've got a lot of Danish. Well, a lot of Danish friends. We have one Danish friend in um, the pub that we watch the football. I with. think what you're trying to say is we have a lot of friends that, that are of English speaking nature. Exactly. S- staying here for Christmas. Yeah, but Which are we, we'll... we going to see them? Hmm. Good question, yeah. We're not going to see them. So, as it is right oh, now, yeah. there's, just you and me, isn't there's it, right? no more than 10 people. And I guess a lot of people will obviously spend Christmas still with their own family if it's within their boundaries. Yeah. Uh, one of our friends has... Um, just had a baby. Yeah. Which is great. I think we did that. We said that last week. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing it's going to be, beat. it's going to be the three of them celebrating Christmas together. We, I mean, we don't know. We literally don't know what's going to happen. We just take it week by week. Yeah. Because the mother, she's Portuguese and obviously all her family's in Portugal. Yeah. He's yeah. from Liverpool. All his family's is in Liverpool and they are both living wow. in Switzerland. Wow. He's from um, Birkenhead, isn't he? Yes, and what does that mean then? Well, I'm not going to further comment on that. Anyway, um, (laughs) all is good, all is good. He's Uh he's from Liverpool. He's from Liverpool. Uh, No, but he's a dear friend of ours. But the the thing is, we can't really mix and match with a lot of um, households. But yeah, it's going to be a bizarre... Christmas. At the same time, I think you and I have proven to make the best out of any given situation. Correct. Right? And this is why we started decorating early, the lights outside You're are pointing on. pointing to an empty tree. And, and I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, also, I also don't know why I'm pointing because it's not like anyone can see. Except me. Right? Except you. But uh, yeah, we're starting early. Going to decorate tomorrow and continuing like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, next week. And then we'll be ready for the whole of December to just have a build up to Christmas. Watching cheesy Christmas movies, listening to cheesy Christmas songs. Because guess what? I don't care. We don't care. No. It's just going to be a nice build up to a nice... Christmas party and then guess what 2021 hopefully we'll just have a banger of a Christmas with our families again I want this Christmas to be over the top with decoration I want it to look tacky and cheesy and I actually mentioned that to one of my customers oh really that um, want to make it just over the top what did you say what did she say she was like oh do you really want to make it over the top and look a bit, you know, cheap? I was like, yeah, I want it to make it look cheap. Cheap, tacky, it's going to be bloody great. And um, she was snobbing her nose up a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah, I wouldn't have it like that. <coughs> well, I was like, yeah, but that's not your Christmas, it's our Christmas. Well, you know what the I thing... I don't really care. <laughs> so for someone who is born and bred in Switzerland, like myself... I can actually tell you for a fact that they will be happy to raise their eyebrows and point the fingers. Well, I hope they do. No, no, no. They will be happy to do so, but they will also, deep down, envy you. 
for not caring care yeah what other people think it's like no this is what i want i want this to be over the top and i want this to be tacky and this is fine yeah guess what because this is my christmas yeah exactly and this year i think is the perfect year to do so also around christmas time i will be off um you will be off a few days let's yeah. hope let's hope there will be some snow um, I need to give my snowboarding for a service, but carry on. Yeah, so we can go snowboarding, but Ooh. there has been a bit of... I'm not going to go too deep because it's been very, very political around the Alpine area. Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Italy and France. And there's different opinions on whether ski areas should open or not. Mm -hmm. Should they open? Like, just quick opinion. Okay, I think they should be open because snowboarding and skiing is an outdoor sport. You're in the fresh air, you can keep your one and a half meter distance. Bloody hope so, on the slopes. But the only thing that I'm a bit concerned about is when people go for lunch. This I, is I the agree. only thing that I'm, that I'm concerned about. With the gondola and that, you don't spend time with anybody more than 15 minutes. <clears throat> as long as everyone has their mask on. I feel as though you're f you <coughs> technically should be okay. And also, um, there's a few ski resorts that have these massive gondolas that you can technically, in a normal situation, push 50 people in. But I think because with the measurements... I think they reduce it, but have, exactly, a, have a higher the, frequency of... Exactly. Higher frequency, but just less people in. That's, this will make people, firstly, safer in the gondola and it will cause less potential... Covid contaminations and um, squeezing fifty people into a gondola. For anyone listening, um, this might sound ridiculous, but their point was, and that was a very good point. They said we are nothing other than public transportation, and all the trains, mm -hmm. all the trams, all the buses are running with their yeah. safety measures, which is nothing other than people wearing masks. They can't guarantee the uh, social distancing, right? Exactly, yeah. Can't when guarantee I... that, but that's why they say like, guys, I'm sorry, skiing, snowboarding is an outdoor sports. You yeah. don't spend anywhere n close to 15 minutes together. Uh, you don't spend anywhere near one and a half meters together the only time you would spend that together is in the gondola on the way up to the slopes which the is chairlift the chairlift is like a five minute ride and you're outdoors the chairlift yeah. are open like yeah. right and you have to wear a mask let's face it on all the transportation system you have to wear a mask right yeah. so you're wear a mask you're outdoors obviously if you're listening to this we are obviously biased we want to go riding yeah, but, but the one but... place I agree with you that I would be a bit like, ooh, how is this going to work? And we've been trying to ponder a few options is food, like lunch options. Exactly, the lunch, the lunch ops and options. So we thought, well, we thought, we don't even work in gastro, but maybe what they could do is open their lunch hours a bit earlier. So start at 11 a.m. for lunch. So what you and, and I... all the way till 2 or even till 3 o'clock. So what we would do is potentially 
go for a little coffee, a little gibfully, <laughs> a little croissant. croissant. It's what, 10, 30, 11. Yeah. And then we'll power through till two o'clock and then we'll have a late lunch. Yeah. Have a few rides because normally after lunch, the slopes are a bit rubbish. Rough, yeah. A bit rough, a bit slushy, a bit messy and then go back down. Sorry, can I just pause this? Because technically at this time, our good friend Martha, she normally runs a 10K yeah. On either a Saturday or a Sunday morning. Yeah. She'll be almost hitting this by now. Go on, so, Martha. Oh, keep going. Keep running, girl. You got this, girl. Keep it up. Yeah. While we sit here drinking a quillfish. Exactly, yeah. Oh, bless you. Um, <laughs> but, so, just to end this, we thought to ourselves, like, why don't they do slots, like, from 11 to 11.30, 11 11.30 11 to 12, 12 to 12.30, and so on, all the way till 2 because technically to eat, you don't need a lot of time. And I'm sorry, this is for once, just for once, is not the time to sit there and enjoy your meal, blah, blah, blah. This is the one time, if we are lucky the enough- The one season probably. The one season we are fortunate enough to actually go riding during a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Because let's not forget, last season, it, there was heavy snowfall before Easter, but that's when the pandemic hit, and that's when all the ski resorts had to shut down. Don't forget. Yeah, and also don't forget Australia and New Zealand. They didn't even open that no, last year. No, they, they didn't even have an, uh, uh, a we season. We were lucky. We yeah. had a short season last year, but they didn't even open this year. And so let's hope for the ski resorts, and let's hope for ourselves that we can go riding. I know yes. there won't be any upper ski. Uh, there will be a bit of kerfuffle for uh, lunch breaks, but if we can go riding, that will be cool. Exactly. Um, because we also, um, if you've watched our staycation series oh. for 2020 on YouTube, that's on Maka Aka, that's Maka with two C's, M-A-C-C-A, and Aka with two K's, A-K-K-A, -K -K -A, on YouTube, you can watch and binge watch the staycation series. We have 12 episodes where we toured our own country um, from western to eastern Switzerland all the way to the south and um, we ended here in Zurich uh, was it two weekends ago I published the week uh, the video last Saturday about we went last weekend no 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 we went two weekends ago I oh. published the video last weekend on Saturday um, it's in Zurich and we were sort of questioning what will happen next well, one thing that will for sure happen next soon is we've booked uh, a glamping weekend. So obviously it's too cold to go camping in January, but we did book a wooden cabin in the Eastern Alps and there's also a skiing area there. So fingers crossed when we're there, we have snow A and B, we can go riding. Yes. Right? Oh, how awesome would that be? That would be cool. But we're not giving away <gasps> too much just yet. We've also been babbling for... Babe, we have, oh. to, we have to seriously reduce um, the yeah. amount of time. Uh, you know what? Half a year from now, our babble sessions will be two hours. But you know what? I'm we looking stop, at Layla's big clock on our wall. It is midnight, midnight. which essentially means Friday night is over, which is no oh, longer Babel Night. Oh, yeah, okay. 
I hope you enjoyed this series, guys. If you've listened to this and you have not subscribed, make sure to do so. If you want to hear from more from me and Layla, and if you want to eventually find out if I get over my microphone dilemma to hear more about Layla's journey as a CrossFit coach and personal trainer, if you want to learn more about what I get from the farmer's market and what goodness I come up with cooking, we're all over the shop with this podcast. Love it. We don't care because that's why it's Bubble Night. That's why it's Friday Night Bubble Night. Before the clock strikes 12, we're going to wish you a wonderful evening. Sleep well, guys. Have a great weekend, everyone. And we shall see you next Friday on episode 6. Friday night is Bubble Night. Friday night is always Bubble Night. Stay safe, guys, wherever you are in the world. And we'll see you next Friday. See you next Friday. Bye, guys. Ciao for now. Bye-bye now.